Live from Brooklyn, New York, this is Stay Busy with Armand Sadler. gentlemen welcome to another edition a special edition a bonus summer edition of stay busy with armand sadler where we have responsible discussions on the music business and the music culture i hope that you all are doing fantastically i hope that you've been outside enjoying the sun enjoying all that summer has to offer as it does wind down august i i say is the sunday of months and we are approaching monday which is september thankfully I'm done with school. I ain't got to go back to school no more. Oh, yeah, in law school and grad school, I, I wish you the best of luck and all the blessings, but that that's not for me. Um, but, yeah, it's the boy Armand Sather, vegan chorizo poppy, founder of Bald Nigga Ballers. Uh, I am here today to discuss an album that recently dropped, God Did, by DJ Khaled. Now, my first introduction to DJ Khaled was um, with Holla At Me Baby. I would say that that was his breakout song. I was, what, 10, 11 when that dropped? And the confusing thing for me as someone who was young and not really too familiar with music is like, okay, this guy, DJ Khaled, is putting out all these songs. He's getting all these people together. But, like, he actually – he doesn't actually rap himself. Now, I know he came up – you know, he was DJ, Fat Joe. You know, he he would do different, like, sound clashes. And he, he was in the industry for a while before he really got his big break. And, you know, since then, it's kind of just been pedal, pedal to the metal. 13 albums since 2006. Um, almost an album every single year. We got 2006, 2007, 2008, 2010, 11, 12, 13, 15, 16, 17, 19, 21, 22. DJ Khaled has been very, very active. And as time has passed and then as, as he's grown, his connections have grown. You know, his last few albums, he's had, you know, a Jay-Z verse. He's gotten Drake on them. You know, he, he's, he, he does a good job of kind of documenting the year in terms of who the hottest artists are and bringing them together. DJ Khaled has has stayed with a hit throughout his career. Holla at me, baby. We taking over. I'm so hood. Do you mind? Um, uh, I'm on one. Was was his? Like he's 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 regularly been part of music, part of the culture. Had an impactful song. Like you can't go one year without talking about. Like you have to mention some type of DJ Khaled song. And so I think what we've learned is that he's a, he, he's a bona fide hit maker. And you you go to his albums because you know, all right, like my favorite artist is gonna be there. Who are they paired up with? Oh, I've never seen that collab before. Like that might end up being dope. Um, I think I think his best album or best albums, uh, Major Key was probably the one. You know, if you look at that Major Key track list, you got for free Drake, you got Nas album done with Nas, you got Holy Key, Big Sean, Kendrick, um, you got I, I think was is Jay Electronic on that? I gotta check that. But um. I think Major Key was his was his best best album. Um, I'm gonna be all right. Bryson Tiller is on there. Uh, I got the keys. Future and, uh, and Jay Z. How, how could I forget that one? This one, God did. I think it's his best work since Major Key. I think if some time passes, I might say it's better than Major Key. But from Major Key to God did is when the, the the DJ Khaled thing it started to feel like a bit much. I think he peaked with Major Key. 
And I think he kind of believed his hype a little bit. I, like you, you look at the the transition from Major Key to Grateful. That Grateful track list was bloated. It was twenty three songs, and it was just a lot of different. It was like too many people on a lot of different songs, and it's just certain collaborations that don't make sense. And then you know you move on from uh, Grateful to Khaled Khaled uh, of last year, and I, I I think about this song so much. The the her and Migo song, uh, We Going Crazy, where they where they sample um to Damian Marley. It's just one of the most nonsensical collaborations that I've ever heard. And I think, you know, the thing about DJ Khaled, he's an incredible promoter. Everything he does is big. Like, it's just big, big. Everything, you know, um, the, the, all, all his catchphrases, Major Key and Lion. And, you know, like, when, when DJ Khaled took over Snapchat in 2015, like, there was, the, there was no bigger figure at the time. All the Ciroc Apple promotion. So he's a master marketer, master promoter. He's very good at staying present. But it just kind of reached a point where it's like... This it's a little much, and the, the music is not necessarily hitting like that. Like I'm, it, it's it's really fascinating to me how how often you know if you listen to his albums, he's got the hits, but then he's got some tracks where it's like, how, how is this artist that I know is super talented giving this trash to DJ Khaled? Like the the Travis Scott Post Malone song from um from uh Khaled Khaled, I, I believe it was was that um twenty the twenty nineteen album what was that called? I gotta look it up. Um. Oh, I have it right here. I'm stupid. I'm sorry. Ignore me. Uh, Father of Assad. Father of Assad. Um, the Travis Scott uh, Post Malone song. Horrible. And it's like Post Malone and Travis Scott were at, at the peaks of their careers around the time. So it's like, how do y'all make such great music for yourselves, but not on, on these albums? And, you know, I was, I was telling Nick earlier, and I've had conversations with people where I feel like the artists look at, uh, you know, getting called for a DJ Khaled placement. Like, all right, like maybe I'll give them a, a song that's like my like C tier where you know, if, if he gets it and it's a hit, that's great. But if it doesn't pop, like, it's okay because the truth of the matter is, and this might be a harsh truth, but I think a lot of people would agree with me, I don't think people really take DJ Khaled albums seriously. He's not necessarily a great album maker. Like, if if, if you go through his track list from, from Listen, the album, his, his first one, all the way to now, but besides the hits, like, the big ones, you know, like, uh, Grateful had Wild Thoughts, but it's also got a lot of other stuff that's just like, I'm never, probably never going to play this again. And so we arrive at God did. He um he he leads into it with "Staying Alive" with Drake and Lil Baby. I don't really get why people hated that song so much. I th- I think it's pretty good. It's also just like I feel like at this point, if you go into a DJ Khaled album with expectations, you are setting yourself up for <laughs> for disappointment. Like me, yes, you see Drake and Lil Baby's name next to each other, you know what they've done together. Yes, indeed, wants and, wants and needs never recover all that. You know they make heat together. But something about that DJ Khaled imprint on songs just things just don't necessarily work out the way you might want them to. So I I like staying alive. And I you know, like the, the obviously to some people he can get a little annoying with his messaging, like repeating God did for months and that they didn't believe in us. And like I you know, I I really want to know who the people are who didn't believe in DJ Khaled. Like I it, it, it might be like leftover trauma from when like it, it was like early in his career and like he wasn't as big as he is now and i'm like bro like you are a, a freaking multi-millionaire you know like you can get anyone on the song you can call jay-z jay-z came and ra- rapped on your album for four minutes like you can get anyone you want who are the people not believing in you <laughs> and why do they matter so much <laughs> like and at the end of the day it don't matter because like you say god did so with this album let's talk about it um it is 18 songs long so it's a little long, but you know, DJ Khaled is very self-indulgent, so it's fine. Um overall though, I think it's actually a really good album. Good album. 
good album. Um, I like more than I didn't like, which is which is important because again, you go into it, you're just like you go into um, grateful wild thoughts. You're like, oh, I love wild thoughts. Wild thoughts is great to the max of Drake. That's great. But it's like, did did you really expect to like the whole album? And I think the truth of the matter is, Khaled himself and a, a lot of artists, if we're really being honest, not all of them are good at making full bodies of work. Like a, a lot of people struggle making full bodies of work. I, I don't know if people want to be honest about that, but like, it is not an easy thing to do. Um, and so I admire his efforts. I admire that he's able to bring all these people together. But the reality is, like, it, it it's just it's it is not an easy thing to do. I don't go into albums expecting to like every song, but. You know, the the kind of resounding theme and the, the reality of the matter is like, especially with DJ Khaled, you're definitely not going to like every song. But for this one, I feel like it started really strong. No Secret with Drake. Um, I, I heard that one early. And I think that I'm not the type of guy who says, oh, that song should have been longer. But here it's like hearing what Drake did within those 47 seconds. I'm like, bro. If, if you gave us two and a half minutes, th- th- this would be crazy. This would be absolutely crazy. And, you know, I feel like Drake is probably a little tired of Khaled because he's always getting called, like, yo, the, the Drake vocals, I need him, I need him. He literally did it in the pop star video. I, I know he was joking, but this, he probably feels that a little bit for real because, like, Khaled is a very, you know, overbearing person, and it's funny, and it works to his advantage. Um, so, yeah, no no secret, really strong intro. Um, then, you know, the title track, God Did, featuring Ross, Wayne, Jay-Z, John Legend, and Friday. Now, the industry was going crazy about this Jay-Z verse for weeks leading into the album. And it's a lot of the usual suspects who are, you know, hove ho- stands, hove storians, whatever they call themselves. And so you kind of have to expect that they're they're going to gas it up a bit. Um, and, and then you hear that the verse is four minutes long, and it's like, oh, hove gave Khaled four minutes? Because, you know, you, you go back to songs like Shining. I got the keys, like, you know, yeah, ho will rap, so will give you, like, two and a half minutes, but a four-minute verse on an eight-minute song is really crazy. Like, it's really, really crazy. Um, So you hear that track, you know, Ross starts it. I thought the Ross verse was fine. Everyone's saying Ross didn't need to be there. I'm like, I think it's just because in the face of a four-minute verse, it's just like, oh, that verse is short. It didn't need to be there. Everyone wants it to be just a Jay-Z song. I thought Ross was fine. Ross doesn't have bad verses. Like, <laughs> that's just, the reality of it is Ross does not have bad verses. I thought Wayne Spaz, too. The whole verse, people were calling it verse of the verse of the decade, one of his best verses ever. I I, I can't say that. I, I do think I do think it's a it's a good verse, a really good verse. There are some really you know dope lines in there. He's gonna give you the wealth bars. He's gonna give you the, the cocaine bars, and you know of you know his his journey from you know being a drug dealer to being corporate. He says he said something about the corner boys in, in the corner office. I thought that was dope. There's some dope wordplay there, but ver, verse of the decade. One of his best verses ever. I can't put this above his uh, What's Free verse from Meek's Championships album. I can't put this above Seen It All. I can't put this above Drug Deals Anonymous. He's got three other verses this year. Um, the, the the one on the Push song uh, is another one I'm forgetting. Like, I, I, I don't know if I would put this above. You know, I think for a lot of Hove fans, it's exciting to hear Hove because we don't hear him as often as we used to. He hasn't given us a solo album since 444. If you want to count Everything is Love, collab album with Beyonce, that works. I mean, the freaking Jay Electronic album, he had Mad Versus on that. That might as, well have, might as well have been a collab album between them. But we haven't gotten a solo Hove album in a while. So when they hear Hove, they get excited. I get it. I feel the same way about Drake. But I think the, the, I think the thing that people are really focused on is the fact he rapped for four minutes. Rapping for four minutes is very impressive. I don't, it's not easy. And I don't think this is this one take. You could hear some punch-ins. You could hear some ad-libs. But, like, okay, just because you rap for four minutes, like, it doesn't necessarily mean, like, oh, this is automatically fire. It, it is a really good verse. But the verse for me gets a little boring at certain points. I'm not going to front. It gets a little boring, you know, in the middle. 
Um, but overall, really, really dope song. Eight, eight minutes, so, you know, am I going to listen to it by itself? Like, I'll listen to it in the context of the album, but am I going to go to an eight-minute song? Probably not. <laughs> um, use this gospel remix with Eminem. <laughs> Um, my, my feelings on Eminem are very, um, well known on this podcast, so I'm, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna rehash anything, but, uh, did not need that. Skip. <laughs> Skip. <laughs> Skip. I like the original Uses Gospel with Kenny G and Clips. That's dope on Jesus King, but I don't really need Eminem rapping about God. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't, I, I don't, I don't really need that. Like, I'm, I'm good off that. I don't really need Eminem rapping, period, but especially not about God. Especially not about God. Big time future and little baby. That's cool. Um, I think Future went crazy. Um, you, you guys also know how I feel about Lil Baby. I think he's really dope. I just feel like I want to see that elevation. So, you know, QC is saying his next album is coming soon. I can't wait to see it. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing if he takes things to another level because he's that guy. But it's gotten a little stale for me. And I kind of know what's coming with, with the Lil Baby verse. Uh, keep going. Dirk, 21 Savage, Roddy Rich, dope. Um I think 21 was a standout there. Roddy's, you know, uh, Roddy's trying. You know, that that that, that album in December is a very bad taste in my mouth. Uh, his performances on this album were a little better. Still, I'm still like, hey, man, you know, whatever you come with next, it's got to be something. Um, track six, Party featuring Quavo and Takeoff. This one is a little tough for me, man. You know, I'm a huge Migos fan. Offset is my favorite. And Offset and, you know, Migos and QC are, you know, involved in there their beef right now um, over contract stuff. It's not looking good. But uh, I will say, these Quavo and Takeoff songs, them as a duo by themselves, they haven't missed yet. And Offset singles that he's dropped, uh, 54321 and Code of Money Bag Yo, he sounded good as well. I always thought Offset has the, had the most potential to be a solo star because he has the skill of Takeoff and the star power of Quavo, and he's married to fucking Cardi B. That's that's reality TV show gold right there. So I, I, I think he can be a star. But Party... I like it, and, and it samples um, "Party All the Time," uh, Eddie Murphy, I believe. Yeah, so that, that was a cool track. "Staying Alive," talked about that already. Beautiful future and SZA. I saw this one. I was like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be something." I expected, you know, toxic uh, content. We talked about that, and uh, you, uh, you gotta want to be healthy. So go back and listen to that. Subscribe to our YouTube. But uh, future and SZA together. I do not. I think this is the first time they ever collabed. If I'm not mistaken, I'm I'm, 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 I'm gonna check that. But I believe this is the first time that they ever collabed, and I think. Of all the songs on this album, this has the most hit potential. You, you you look at the two names there. You look at everyone's thirsting for new new SZA. It's 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 upbeat. You know they're talking about burning sage and all this shit, therapy, all that. Like it's just it's 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 everything that this current music consumer base wants. And it's two of the biggest um, a- advocates or uh, figures within this toxic toxic shit um so i i I think that that is um that has the most potential to be a hit and i'm really interested to see um what it does um it ain't safe nardo wick kodak black i thought that was good this is when the album starts to get a little rough for me so he went for the first uh nine songs he went eight for nine which is a really really good start a really good start. Like genuinely, I I enjoy everything with uh, aside from the uses gospel remix uh, in the first nine songs. Let's pray, Don Tolliver, Travis Scott. Don Tolliver's cool. Travis, man, um, you know I've I've said it before. He ever since Astro World, I really haven't liked much of anything. Like I, I I don't know if he doesn't care. And like I got I got into a debate about this because I was like, look at everything he's done since Astro World, the 2019 project Jack Boys. Like his contributions on that. 
weren't really impressive. And I know it was a label project. He's showing off his new his new people, but people are like, oh, it's throwaways. You can't take that seriously. That is lame as fuck. That, that is absolutely lame as fuck. I, I don't accept that throwaway shit. If you're going to get on a verse and not do your best, don't do the verse. I'm like, like, I, I, no, that's fucking whack. How, how, how are you going to make excuses for your favorite artist and try to shift the, the criteria in which they're judged by, oh, it's a throwaway? Fuck that. Absolutely not. Fuck that. No. Travis Scott, we heard you bar up on Astroworld. Coffee Bean, um, uh, what's, what's the intro, Stargazing? Travis, we've heard you bar up before. Bar up, bro. Like, like you, you, you have the potential. And stop that universe shifting production shit. You're like the beat always gotta go crazy for you. You always gotta like you always gotta go from Earth to Mars. Like, come on, my nigga, just just like spit normally, bro. What like come on. You always you always gotta shift the whole paradigm of the fu- like no nigga, no. Bar up. So yeah, uh let's pray it was whatever. Fam good, we good, that leaked. I like Gunner's part on there, Roddy, man, whatever. Bills paid, Lotto City Girls. I wish I remembered what the sample is right now, but yeah, I know how I feel about Lotto, and I fuck with the city girls, and th- that that also has hit potential. Lotto is my president. Um, I, we're not going to talk about Meg the Stallion right now, but um, I, I have a hot take. I do believe Lotto is going to lap Megan the Stallion if she has not done so already. That's a whole side episode, but Lotto is here. RCA is doing everything right with her. What a year she has had. I I, I really like this song. Way past luck, 21 Savage. I love that Khaled gave 21 a solo joint. He spazzed on that. These Streets Know My Name. That's one of those, like, you know, big posse cut reggaeton tracks. We got Skilly Bang, Buju Bantan, Capleton, Bounty Killer, Sizzle. It's cool. Um, again, it's hard for me to really say that type of music is bad because, like, I don't, I don't assess it seriously or for lyrical quality or anything. I just, you dance to that type of shit. So it's cool. Uh, Juice World did. With Juice World, thought that was cool. It's not like super crazy, but uh, it's cool. But, but yeah, like really everything after Bills Paid, uh, everything after w- Way Past Luck, it's kind of whatever. Like the album kind of goes downhill for me. But I will say, for someone who I believe is not a strong album maker, this one is strong. The, 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 this one is up there with with Major Key. And like if if if, if you look at the Major Key track list, like just read that. It's 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 very very impressive. Like like it's it's like nine straight songs of. Of greatness. I got the keys, Jay-Z Future, for free, Drake, Nas album done Nas, Holy Key, Big Sean, Kendrick Lamar, Betty White, Jermaine's Interlude, J. Cole, I'ma be alright, Bryson Tiller and Future, Do You Mind, Nikki, Chris, uh, August Alcina, Future, Rick Ross, Jeremiah, uh, Pick These Holes Apart, Kodak Black, Jeezy, French Montana, Fuck Up the Club, Future, Rick Ross, YG, Yo Gotti, Work For, Big Sean, Gucci, Two Chains, like it's 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 strong. And and Major Key is one of his shortest offerings, too. I think that similar to what I what I say about Chris Brown. If Chris Brown were to give us a more focused effort that's shorter, we would his albums would probably be more critically acclaimed and we would assess them differently. Same with Khaled, you know. So this one being 18, it's longer than 14, but it's it's short for a DJ Khaled album. And I, you know, I I think that if he were willing to trim the fat a little bit, which, you know, at the end of the day, he's he, he's he's trying to get numbers. We know that from back when uh, Igor went number one and Khaled was like how's Igor number one? People don't play this outside. Like, you know, I make music people actually listen to, blah, blah, blah. So he's clearly very uh, about the number. So he's going to bring in all these different people and get all their fan bases excited, which is fine. Um, but, you know, I really do like this album. So um, uh, in, in conclusion, Kikala did. I'm, 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 uh, I'm impressed. I, you know, I'm interested in the rest of his career as well. He says he could go, you know, for 20 more albums. Um, we, we might need a break because again, he goes almost every year, but uh, you know, d- d- job well done, Khaled. Uh, I'll say that job well done. Like 
this is this is good. It's not going to be on my my top list or anything, but there's stuff that, that, that I'm going to play from this, and I think you know that that's important. Like the, his full bodies of work aren't necessarily going to have replay value, but he has a knack for bringing people together who do make you know good music, and it's just I think we just need to stop looking at looking towards him. And this is not to like shift the criteria of how he's judged. Like he puts out albums, so you judge them as albums. But I think we should just accept, in truth, Khaled is a hit maker, not a album maker, not a good album maker at least. Um, so that's my that's my feelings on God did. My feelings on DJ Khaled. If you you know however you feel, subscribe to YouTube, hit the comments, hit us up on social media, let us know how you feel. Um, this is another bonus episode of Stay Busy with Armand Sather, reviewing DJ Khaled's thirteenth studio album. God did. And remember, Skip used this gospel. Uh, Roddy Rich, I'm expecting more. Travis Scott, stop shifting the fucking universe. And Lotto for president. Thank you. Stay safe. Stay humble. Stay busy. Baby girl, baby girl, how you feeling? I've been out in the world, staying busy. Taking time, getting right if you miss me. Yeah, yeah. Hey